Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be going over my NCAA football conference championship games. The stats in this video are from College Football Reference. The rankings are based on the latest college football playoff rankings. The last time they did the rankings was the 30th of November, so just three days ago. Um, I'm going to be using a stat in this podcast called the SRS, also known as Simple Rating System. If you're a college football fan, you will know what that is, but for my non-college football fans that are listening, this is what that means. A rate, it's a rating that takes into account average point differential and strength of schedule. The rating is denominated in points above slash below average, where zero is on average. Uh, although it should be noted that margin of victory has not been assigned a lower bound of six points and an upper bound of 24 points. Non-major opponents are included as a single team in the ratings. I know that's probably confusing, and just reading that confused myself a little bit, although I do understand the rating system. Um, all you really need to know is the higher the number, the better the team, the lower the number, the worse the team, and zero is average is basically all you really need to know. So um, I'm, I'm only using three stats uh, per team, and then I'm, I'm going to go over some of their players as well. So that's all you need to know. I think we have about probably nine or ten uh, conference championships going on here. Um, in this upcoming weekend. So um, without further ado, we're going to start off with the Sun Belt Championship. We have the Appalachian State Mountaineers facing off against 24th ranked Louisiana. Appalachian State points per game 35.8, which ranks them 19th in the NCAA. Their points per game against 18.9, which puts them 14th, and their SRS is a 9.64, which puts them top 25 barely at 24th. Um, at On offense, they have Chase Bryce at quarterback, Nate Noel at Running back Corey Sutton at wide receiver on the defensive end have DeMarco Jackson, who leads their team in the tackles, Nick Hampton, and Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones with an impressive 2021 uh, campaign thus far, uh, tallying over three interceptions um, thus far this season. Facing off against Louisiana, who are ranked 24th, their points per game 31.2. Their points per game against 18.5, which ranks them 13th in the nation. And their SRS is a 4.59. Their offense consists of Levi Lewis, quarterback, Chris Smith at a running back, Montreal Johnson, another running back. Um, no real standout wide receivers here for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. That's why I decided to point, put Chris Smith and Montreal Johnson as their um two stars on offense or their two other stars on offense besides Levi Lewis. The quarterback, their tandem in Louisiana has been working for quite some time and the receivers, there's no real standout. So I figured I'd give the running backs a spotlight as opposed to the defense. We have Chauncey Manack, Lorenzo McCaskill, who has a brother on a different college football team. I can't remember, but uh, we'll hear about him in a few minutes. And they also have Eric Garrar, who um, has tallied over five interceptions this season. Um, with that being said, winner of this game, I have Appalachian State defeating Louisiana Region Cajuns. Moving on now to the Mountain West Championship, we have the Utah State facing off against the 19th-ranked San Diego State. 32.2 points per game for the Utah State, uh, 26.3 points per game against, and a 2.68 SRS. On offense, they have Logan Bonner, Calvin Tyler, and Devin Tompkins. Devin Tompkins has been a phenomenal wide receiver this season. I think he's top 10 in receiving yards, probably top 10 in 
uh, receptions as well this season. On the defensive end, they have Justin Rice, Nick Henniger, Johnny Carter, um, all pretty solid options um, at their respective positions. San Diego State, though, 27.7 points per game, 17.2 points per game against, which puts them top 10 in the nation, and their SRS is nine or 7.99, almost um, putting them 8 points above average. Lucas Johnson at quarterback, Greg Bell at running back, Jesse Matthews at wide receiver. Defense, Patrick McMorris, Cameron Thomas, Jonah Tavai. Um, solid defensive uh, line group there with Cameron Thomas and Jonah Tavai. They both have over five sacks this season, so they've been a solid duo up there on their defensive line. And then for that reason, and because of their overall defensive ability, um, giving up the 10 least amount of points uh, in the nation this season, I'm going to have to go with San Diego State to defeat Utah State in this game. I think the Devin Tompkins matchup against Patrick McMorris is going to be a fun one to watch. Um, if I do end up catching any of this game, I do work on Saturday, so it might be a little difficult. Moving on now to the MAC championship, we have probably two of the worst teams, uh, not only in the MAC, but teams that made it to the championship facing off here in this championship. Kent State facing off against Northern Illinois. Kent State, one of two teams with more points per game against than points per game and one of two teams with a negative SRS and the other team was of course Northern Illinois yes you guessed it points per game 33.4 for Kent State points per game against 34.6 and SRS at negative 5.71 Dustin Crum as their quarterback Marquez Cooper running back Dante Cephas wide receiver and then on the defensive end they have Dean Clark AJ uh, Mussolino and CJ West at the defensive end position one of the very few bright spots there on the Kent State team, CJ West and Marquez Cooper, kind of carried them through this entire playoff process. As for Northern Illinois, 30.8 points per game on their end, 33.5 points per game against, a negative 1.11 SRS. On offense, they have Rocky Lombardi at quarterback, Javon Ducker at running back, Trayvon Rudolph at wide receiver, CJ Brown. Um, is a safety on Northern Illinois. Lance DeVoe at linebacker. Devontae O'Malley, um, another defensive tackle there on NIU. Javon Ducker, again, similar to Kent State. They've kind of had one main offensive guy, one main defensive guy um, that helped them get this far. And shout out to Javon Tucker and uh, Devontae O'Malley for carrying that torch for Northern Illinois. And for that reason, I'm going to be taking Northern Illinois to defeat Kent State in the MAC championship, it's going to be the one with the least amount of viewers. I can guarantee you that Kent State, I think they have close to like four losses this season, um, which is not something you see very often um, in a uh, conference championship game. So with our worst game out of the way, we have, we're going to go ahead and move on to the CUSA championship. Western Kentucky facing off against University of Texas, San Antonio. Western Kentucky, second most points per game in the nation, 30 or 43.2. They have 27 points per game against, 8.03 on uh, SRS offense. They have Billy Zapp, Jarrett Stearns, and Mitchell Tinsky. No real running back um, stepped up there for Western Kentucky. Billy Zapp, obviously, probably going to end up finishing top... Top 10 in the Heisman voting, Jarrett Stearns, obviously, been phenomenal this season. He's been their wide receiver one and Billy Zapp's main target this season, Billy Zapp being absolutely phenomenal. 
On the defensive end, obviously they're not known for their defense. Um, their offense has kind of been carrying their the entire season, putting up 43 points per 30 or 43.2 points per game. Will certainly do that. But on the defensive end, they have D'Angelo Malone, Beanie Bishop, and Will Ignat. As for University of Texas San Antonio, they have 36.9 points per game, which puts them 14th in the nation. Points bring them against is sitting at 22.2, and their SRS is a 5.94. On offense, they have Frank Harris and Sierra McCormick at running back, um, Zachary Franklin at wide receiver. Defense, Rashad Wisdom, Clarence Hicks, Corey Mayfield. Um, and this is one of the tougher games to pick, and I actually was originally going to go with the University of Texas San Antonio just because of how consistent they've been this season, and they only have one loss on the year. Um, they, I mean, RJ Young seems to love them still, um, even though they lost um, somewhat recently. I forget who they all ended up losing to. But in this CUSA championship game, I'm going to have to go with Western Kentucky to defeat UTSA. And now we're going to get on to the fun matchups. AAC is going to start us off. Two ranked teams um, for the first time in the episode. We have the 21st ranked Houston facing off against number four ranked Cincinnati. Houston has 38.8 points per game, 19.8 points per game against, and an SRS at 8.40. Clayton Toon at quarterback, Alton McCaskill at running back. That was the... um, that was the kid I was talking about earlier when I mentioned Lorenzo McCaskill at linebacker for Louisiana. Um, his brother Alton is a running back on the uh, Houston team. Uh, they also had Nathaniel Dell at wide receiver, Donovan Newton at linebacker, DeAnthony Jones and Marcus Jones um, also on defense at their respective positions. Cincinnati, though, 39.6 uh, points per game, which puts them eighth in the nation. Points per game against... 15.8, which puts them top three. Their SRS is 16.13, which puts them top six in the nation. Desmond Ritter, we know him, we love him. Um, definitely flown up draft boards this season. Jerome Ford at running back, Alec Pierce at wide receiver. Um, on the defensive end, obviously, we know Ahmad Gardner. He's been absolutely locked down this season, and I think that's going to certainly continue into this game, and that's one of the main reasons I'm going to be taking Cincinnati into um, to defeat Houston in the AAC championship game. Cincinnati desperately needs this if they want a chance at a national title. They are in the playoffs currently, but this spot should seal them a top-four spot in the rankings next week. As for the Pac-12 championship, this is going to be played tomorrow or later today, depending on when you're listening. Pac-12, we have the number 10-ranked Oregon facing off against 17th rank Utah, Oregon 33.2 points per game, 24.4 points per game against. They have SRS at 9.57, which puts them top 25 in the nation. Their offense, Anthony Brown, Travis Dye, Devon Williams. Their running back, we know, who was having an absolutely phenomenal season this year, went out early in the year with an injury. Travis Dye, though, has done a good job picking up where he left off. Noah Sewell. On the defensive end, Veron McKinley III, and obviously Kayvon Thibodeau, who is slated to be easily a top-five pick in this year's upcoming draft. He does have injury concerns, but for Oregon, I can easily look past that. Um, I think he's going to come out very hungry um, against Utah in this championship game. Utah, though, 
35.2 points per game, which puts them top 25 at 23rd in the nation. They have, they're letting up 21.5 points per game against. They have a 12.27 SRS, which puts them 13th in the nation. At On their offense, they have Cameron Rising at quarterback, Tavion Thompson, or uh, Tavion Thomas, sorry, at running back, TJ Pleasure, another running back. So pretty solid running back tandem there at Utah. Defensive, defensively, Devin Lloyd, Nafai Sewell, and Mike Tafua um, on the defensive line. I am going to be taking Utah in this game to upset Oregon. I know that Travis Dye, Kayvon Thibodeau, Noah Sewell, they're all going to be play very, very well, but I think the, I don't know what the word is, um, I, I just think, I think Utah's going to be able to pull this one out. Next up, we have the Big 12 Championship. We have the number 9-ranked Baylor facing off against the number 5 Oklahoma State. Baylor giving up 19.4 points per game, but they are scoring 33.4 a game. They have their SRS is a 10.63, which is 22nd in the nation. Their offense is looking like Jerry Bohannon at quarterback, Abram Smith at running back, and another running back, Trav Tristan. Ebner, also a running back, JT Woods at safety, Jalen Petre at linebacker, and Terrell Bernard at linebacker. Oklahoma State, 31.8 points per game. They're giving up 16.4 points per game, which puts them top five in the nation and at that category. Their SRS is a 13.08, which puts them right outside the top 10 at number 11. Their offense consists of Spencer Sanders at quarterback, Jalen Warren at running back, and Tay Martin at wide receiver. Defensively, Malcolm Rodriguez, Devin Harper, and Colby Harvey Pell at safety. They have a really solid safety duo there with um, Harvey Pell and Rodriguez. And not for that reason alone, but because just, I mean, their defense is just absolutely phenomenal. 16.4 points per game in, I like to say, tough Big 12 um, is very impressive, and their SRS is close enough to top 10 so I'm going to give this one to Oklahoma State um, I think they'll be able to pull this one out and that's huge that's the only way they're going to be able to find a way to get into the playoff there's still so many combinations that can end up happening based on what happens this week and that's what you love to see about college football Oklahoma State hoping for you to get into that playoff um, I don't want to see like I'm just tired of like repetitive playoffs that's basically what I'm saying so now we're looking at what I think is going to be probably the most high-scoring game um, of this of this championship weekend. We have Wake Forest facing off against Pittsburgh. Wake Forest scoring 42.9 points per game. They're giving up 29.1 points per game. Their SRS is top 10 at 13.29, which puts them ninth in the nation. Sam Hartman, phenomenal season this uh, this year, uh, Ja'Cory Robertson also having a phenomenal year, along with A.T. Perry. Um, those two wide receivers are certainly helping Hartman out quite some, quite a bit. Um, obviously, they're just scoring so many points, so the defense is something you're not really too worried about, but Rondo Bothroy at defensive end, and then they also have two really solid defensive backs at Trayvon Red and Luke Masterson. Pittsburgh scoring just a few less points uh, than Wake Forest this season. Actually, 0.1 less points 
per game than uh, Wake Forest. They're giving up or they're scoring 42.8 points per game, which puts them fourth right behind Wake Forest, of course. They're allowing 23.2 points per game against their SRS is top 15 at 11.89. Obviously, Kenny Pickett, Jordan Addison, one of my favorite duos to watch, or they've been one of my favorite duos to watch this season. And because of that, and because not really that I believe in Kenny Pickett that much, but I do believe in Jordan Addison so much. I really think he's going to be a solid receiver um, for a very long time. I think he's going to continue to dominate at the collegiate level, and I think he's going to be pretty good at the NFL level. Um, you can quote me on that. I don't mind that resurfacing. I'm very confident in Jordan Addison's ability. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to be taking Pittsburgh. Not a knock on Robertson or Hartman, though. Um, they've had a phenomenal season as well. So down to our final two championship games, probably the two that people are most looking forward to. We have the Big Ten and the SEC. We're going to go over the Big Ten first. Number 15, Iowa. Obviously, they need to win if they don't want Michigan uh, to get into the playoffs, but I think Michigan is pretty much a lock um, to win this game. Iowa, 25.7 points per game, 17.2 points per game against, which puts them top 10 in the nation. Their SRS is a 12.07. On offense, they have Spencer Petras, Tyler Goodson, and Sam Laporta. Defensively, Jack Campbell, Riley Moss, Dane Belton. Michigan, though, this is where it gets interesting. 37.3 points per game, which is 13th in the nation, 17.2 um, points per game against, which is exactly tied with what Iowa has, so they are tied for ninth in the nation. SRS 20.89, um, our first SRS to hit the 20 mark, and I'm not surprised it's Michigan. On offense, Cade McNamara, Hassan Haskins, Cornelius Johnson. Hassan Haskins had a phenomenal game um, last week um, against Ohio State. Defensively, Aiden Hutchinson flying up draft boards, uh, similar to uh, Kenny Pickett and, in my opinion, Jordan Addison. Um, David Ajabo also flying up draft boards, playing absolutely phenomenal these past few weeks and just been overall dominant this season. And Daxton Hill, um, a phenomenal defensive back here in Michigan. I'm going to have to go with Michigan in this game. It's a boring pick, but I've already picked enough upsets. So uh, Michigan is going to be more than likely in this year's college football playoffs. And finally, for the SEC championship, we have a possible college football playoff preview here. Um, I can definitely see this happening. Um, if either of them win, I could still see a potential uh, preview game here. Uh, so SEC championship, number one ranked Georgia facing off against the number three ranked Alabama. So Georgia, 40.7 points per game, which puts them sixth in the nation. Points per game against six. Point nine, not 69 points a game against 6.9 that's single digits that's under a touchdown a game that's crazy um, obviously that's first in the nation and their SRS is I think it's probably around 4 points higher than the second or I'll be able to tell you right now um, let's see yeah it's it's pretty close to 4 points higher than any other team their SRS sits at a 24.29, which is obviously first in the nation. Offense, Stetson Bennett slash JT Daniels. I'm a really big fan of JT Daniels, so I wish, so I really was hoping that he was going to be able to play, but unfortunately that doesn't seem to be the case. Stetson Bennett is slated to be the starter. Samir White at running back, Brock Bowers at tight end. 
Defensively, obviously that's where they shine. Not that they don't shine on offense. They're top six in points per game, but their defense is really where stuff goes down. Jordan Davis, obviously, probably going to be a top 10 draft pick this season. Absolutely, absolute, absolute monster. I know the shit stats don't show all that Jordan Davis does, but he's been phenomenal this season, trust me. Uh, Channing Tindall at linebacker, Louis Sin at defensive back. Um, absolutely locked down defense. Every player deserves a mention there. As for Alabama, they are scoring more points per game at 42.7, but not by much, by exactly a safety. So that puts them top five in the nation. Points per game against 19.9, which puts them top 20 in the nation. And their SRS is 18.06, which is fifth in the nation. On offense, they have Bryce Young, who is definitely in the running to win this year's Heisman. Brian Robinson at running back, John Mechie at wide receiver. On the defensive end, Will Anderson at linebacker also could, also flying up draft boards and also slated to possibly be a Heisman winner. Um, I'm going to butcher this name, and I do apologize. Jalen Armour Davis, defensive back, and Henry 2022 um, is what I'm going to go with um, as my linebacker core. Um, that linebacker core of 2022 and Anderson has been absolutely phenomenal this season. Not as good as Georgia, though. So I'm going to have to pick Georgia to win this year's SEC uh, championship game. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this year's playoffs. I can see a lot of things going down. I think there's still, like, there's a good amount of teams still in the running in order. Um, there's still a good amount of teams in the running that could make the playoffs. I could see Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, um, Oklahoma State, um, who else? Cincinnati, Notre Dame. I can see all those teams somehow squeaking their way in. Um, everybody else is kind of a long shot that needs quite a bit to fall in their place. Um, so those are the teams that I can really see it happening to. Um, so, and, that's, and that's still a good amount of teams for only uh, for championship week. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, that is going to wrap up today's episode, though. Um, if you haven't already, be sure to follow my Instagram. Turn on all the post notifications because that does help me. Just got back my Spotify wrapped um, as a... I guess you quote content creator. I guess that's what they, I guess that's what they call people that make podcasts now. Um, but as a content creator, I, yeah, I don't like using that term. Um, as a podcaster, I guess it's a better term. And followers are up over a hundred percent, which is phenomenal to hear. Um, really makes me want to keep doing this. To hear that um, I'm still gaining followers every day and listeners every day really means a lot to me. So thank you all for listening and. Um, your continued support and likes and follows and listens and shares and all that um, really does mean a lot to me. So I do thank you very much. Look out for the next episode. Not sure what it's going to be on. I have to do the These Guys Are Good for the MLB version. I told you I would. I promised I would put out. I also have an interview set up with an MLS player. And I also have, uh, I want to do the bowl game uh, my all my bowl game predictions uh, for college football. There's about 40 games that we'll have to predict in that episode, so that should be a fun time. Um, MLB lockout. I could talk about that. That could be a fun episode. Um, so yeah, we we got a lot going on. Oh, and the new uh, the new uh, DP World Tour. Really want to talk about that. Um, I'm really interested in that. So um, let me know what you guys are looking forward to the most. Let me know which episode I should put out first. I have. Um, a few of them ready. Obviously, we're still waiting on the bowl games and 
who's going to play who, but um, that's definitely an episode I'm going to be putting out very, very soon. So look out for that. Um, be sure to follow my Instagram if you haven't already. It's at lunchtabletalk underscore. Again, that's at lunchtabletalk underscore on Instagram. Like, follow, all that fun stuff. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye.